Bush. Light Black. <laughs> Head full of mountains of bush. I saw someone said, um, I think it was Taylor Kitchen said, uh, yeah, Michigan's in the Irish Hills, but this weekend we were in the mountains of Bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. Um, God damn, what a day. Uh, this is a Big Motor Small Blade podcast. My name's Buddy Pulley. You are? Seth Dolby. Hey, and Kevin Harvick. I've been waiting a long damn time to say this on the podcast. Kevin Harvick wins at Michigan. <laughs> uh, Harvick is now the sixth first time winner we've had this season oh wait no what? he did win a while ago. oh yeah that was a while ago wasn't it yeah you want to know here here I found something that's funny some random things that um were like number one when Kevin Harvick last won okay so t- September 19th 2020 Cobra Kai was the number one movie in theaters at that time You'll never guess what the number one song in the was. I yeah, I don't remember. WAP. Oh yeah, I should. <laughs> WAP was the number one song the last time Kevin Harvick uh, went to victory lane. By the way, got that from NASCAR's official Instagram that <laughs> they posted that. Um, yeah, Happy couldn't even get up to the steps to the loft up here because he was so little last time Kevin Harvick won. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. COVID was still rampant. Um, I've switched jobs three times since Kevin won. This podcast wasn't even thought of at that point. Like, well, we'd thought about it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. It's been a long damn time. That long was a time. cold That was a cold night in Bristol, and I'm glad it's not the last time he ever won. <laughs> I'm glad, too. God, that was going to suck. Yep. So... Mm. For those who don't know, I was at the 2020 Bristol night race, but he wasn't, and it became this awkward thing between us as Kevin's winless streak kept growing and growing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was going to be really weird. That was going to be, um, I was, what's that saying, Seth? (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking Ray's Energy, official sponsor of rookie NASCAR driver Corey Taylor. Um. And it has WAP on the can. That's funny. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, it was gonna be, it was gonna be real awkward if, <laughs> if, if Kevin didn't win again. I was prepared for it. I was so prepared for it. I was, yeah. I, but he didn't, man. He won. He fucking won, man. Yes, I'm, I'm so damn excited. If y'all want to see some pure drunk excitement? You need to watch our post-race video that we uploaded yesterday. That, that's quality content right there. Yep. Yeah. It's, Do you uh, want to get the the full buddy pulley experience after a Harvick win? That is that is what you need to do. <laughs> you want to experience what my life is like? <laughs> Go watch that video. Oh my god, dude! You, the the edits you made on that that was funny. Just uh, <laughs> I'm done with this fucking guy. Um, yeah. I hadn't even thought about doing that. I just saw the look on my face. I was like, I gotta do it. <laughs> I'll be a little bit. I'll be a little bit more tame this time. Just knocked over my mic stand. I built a mic stand out of out of lug nuts. My the technology in my is house a, is ridiculous. Lug nut is a sentient person, and you just murdered him to make a 
Mike's tan. Damn right, I did. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> we had a. This is dumb, but you know, this is peak podcasting. Uh, we had a debate at work. It was like, what inanimate object in your house would you go to battle with? Because we were talking about Beauty and the Beast and how like there's like the wardrobe is like holding a bat when the people are coming into the castle. Okay. So, so what know, inanimate object would, would I you, or would you? I would know you hat want to go to battle radiator. That fucking radiator, Kyle Larson's, 20, Kyle Larson's 2013 Daytona Flip radiator. Yep. All right, what what kind of? I don't even think it needs a weapon. That damn thing's sharp. I remember it I is cut sharp. my hand on that when I fucking carried it up to my apartment. Yeah, that, that thing night. is sharp. Yeah. You, it would have to be like a big piece of sheet metal. You have. I got, dude. I got a piece of Scott Speed's Valence that like has all sorts of from when he was at Red Bull um, in Arca. And that has all. I'm knocking it over again. again. All right, this ain't gonna work. Um, <laughs> hold on, my mic's gonna be disconnected for a second. We we tried, buddy. Uh, buddy was holding his mic a little too close, so we tried to make this mic stand. And by we, I mean him. And uh, and now I can't hear him, so he's gonna have to unplug his microphone. He's gonna have to unplug his microphone so I can hear him. Goddamn! All right, what well, now? I got you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, that's Scott Speed Valence, man. That'll fuck somebody up, man. I I, I used to keep that by the bed when, when I had an old girl living here. <laughs> I was like, anybody you hear bumping the night, grab that bitch. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's my Beauty and the Beast uh, inanimate object I'm going to battle with. There you go. My only concern How do we even get on that? Oh, Lug Nut. He's a sentient human yeah. that I killed to make the spike stand that didn't work. So, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Lug uh, Yeah. Sorry, Charlotte Motor Speedway. You're going to have to get a new mascot. I'll do it. Happy could be the new mascot. Happy is the official mascot of Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. So, Charlotte can't have him. That just means we have to be the official podcast of Charlotte Motor Speedway. That I like. I yes. do like that idea. That's big brain thinking right there. That means they wouldn't um, let me go to the Indy 500 ever again, though, so I'm not sure about that. Nah, Marcus, will, he'll fly you in. Oh, that's even better, actually. Yeah, that's even better. Uh, there was a race this weekend. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, uh, there were two races. The oh, Xfinity like, race, the Xfinity race was literally the most Xfinity race ever. Like Ty Gibbs won and Noah Gregson threw up. I, I think that's like what? What is it? What's this motherfucker's deal? Why does Noah Gregson throw up in his damn helmet? Well, his diet must consist of Skittles and Red Bull. I don't understand, like. Every, I mean, it was a lot of this bush light apple. Well, no, he shotguns him. He no, don't even drink them. Motherfucker drinks like white claws. Yeah. What a pussy. <laughs> Maybe if he drank real alcohol, he wouldn't throw up in his car. I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with it, but I'm okay with shoving that rumor forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ty Gibbs won the Xfinity race. Had got his first career top ten in the Cup race. So, so congrats to I, Ty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no word on whether he's going to be back in the 45 this weekend or not. I think it is funny that the performance of 2311 as a whole has gone up significantly since Ty Gibbs got in the car. I don't think well, it's Bubba, Ty Gibbs. Bubba finished third at – no, it's not. Because Bubba did start doing better a couple weeks before Ty got in the car. He he did, but still. Well, he finished third at what whatever race that was. New what Hampshire. was that? New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. Yeah. I have opened up a serious can of worms because I threw those lug nuts on the floor and now Happy is just messing with them, so that's going to be a thing. Um, but, yeah, Michigan, what would you think? What would you think of the race? 
I thought it was by all accounts, the best Michigan race we've seen in a long time, but it's, this track is going to be really awesome when it's really worn out. Yeah. And I mean, it's spit it out. I don't know. I like that we have multiple lanes. I wish the bottom worked kind of. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't at all. And that, like, I, did anybody make the bottom really work for, like, a pass that wasn't a dive bomb? Um, Where a guy didn't, like, have to get checked nah. up beforehand? Um, I mean, not that I remember. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, so, sometimes that is cup racing. It is what it is. But yeah. I just don't love when you need a third guy to kind of get in there and push you buy somebody Seth, Seth hates anything that resembles super speedway racing like everything period I mean because like um I thought it was fine I I said in the post-race videos remind me of a little bit of IROC a little bit and I don't know man I was fine with it I I thought it was a I thought it was a good race it was one of like I said yesterday it was one of the best Michigan races we've had in years um I know you don't like the proto super speedway racing as you called it, but I mean, if, if this is the only track that does it, which it is, and it's not going to be like this forever. Like once, like I said, once that track wears out, the bottom groove will come in more and you know, this, these problems will be fixed. Well, it's it, just, it does make you wonder though. Cause like when did they repaved it? In like 20, when did they repave it? 2012. 12? But you got to think about it like this. Charlotte's just now wearing out. And yeah, they repaved true. Charlotte in 2006. But did so they, whatever they've been paving these things with yeah. lately. Did they do that that same rubber infused whatever? I have no clue. I I don't know. I have to imagine they did just how how long it's held up. It's just it's amazing it being that far up north and still, yeah, you know, taking ten years to kind of get to a point where it's widened out a little bit. It's yeah, weird. I, I don't know, but I, I you know, like I said, I thought it was a good race. I think and I brought this up, and I'm going to elaborate more. I think Michigan should be. Or I'm surprised. Maybe I. I don't know. I, I'm surprised it hasn't been considered a crown jewel race before. Um, and here's why. It's in Motor City, or it's outside of Motor City. It's not in Detroit, but it's like it's up there where the. It's a huge. They always talk about how it's huge for the manufacturers, like for Ford and Chevy, and you know when we had Dodge, we had Dodge, and you almost see like Ford is like. They obviously want you to beat Chevy, but they damn sure want you to beat Toyota. They want it to come back home to Detroit. And it's, I'm just shocked that it hasn't been, as much as the attitude we want to have of win on Sunday, sell on Monday, I'm surprised in the home of that, like that we don't, we don't consider this a bigger deal than it is. Because I mean, that's why I've always looked at it like, damn, Michigan, that's kind of a big deal, right? Like, Car companies are in the backyard. It's really the main, like main race. You get all get to go to the factories and visit the Chevy and Ford employees, and you know Henry. You always see uh, Etzel Ford at the damn track, and so I don't know. Uh, it's just my opinion. I think Michigan should maybe hold a little bit more weight than people give it credit for. Um, well, and makes you especially wonder... since we only have one. I'm sorry. I yeah. Know, but yeah. It 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 makes you wonder maybe why it isn't um is it just it's been around forever too yeah i it's 69 nice yeah 
it's uh it's never felt that way and it, it'd be hard to no, kind of start it'd be hot it'd be kind of hard to start just kind of getting to yeah. that point where we, yeah. we kind of view it, it that way did. yeah yeah i i get i get your point for sure but like i said in the in the post-race video i kind of feel like if you if you add if you start adding more crown jewels which is not really how crown jewels work but if yeah. you you start doing that or trying to at least it, it does it will eventually kind of water itself down well you know what would uh you know would help all this what is if we had shorter races on every other race on the schedule was you know not five we don't need a 500 mile texas i'll keep harping on it everybody will keep harping we on it we don't need any miles of texas we, yeah exactly but we yeah we need to have shorter races everywhere those you know like 300 500k races like we've been harping on for ever since 2020 um you know the last time kevin harvick won um <laughs> we've been saying that's like the perfect link for a race but i think if you had like these specific races daytona um darlington for the southern 500 uh the 600 and even michigan have a 500 mile michigan race as long as there's no other 500 like make it a big deal like if you like i don't know i'm just saying michigan as an example just for the sake of we're talking about it right now and i feel yeah. like that i i think i feel like it should be considered more of a big deal um and that way those crown jewel events one they stick out because they're longer and two you know just build them up more and i yeah. think you can have as many as you desire as long as they they bring the crowd and they bring the prestige and i think uh i think michigan's a track that maybe i feel like should be a little bit be considered a little bit more prestigious just where it is yeah yeah the uh once you start doing that we we get to that point and i'm all for shorter races obviously but the only thing is is you start to you start to kind of have to make a call like where do you draw this line what races is worthy of being four or 500 miles. Where, where do you draw that line? Well, I mean, you got your three Darlington, Daytona, 600, Bristol night races, marquee event always has been what Michigan. Talladega? Talladega, Talladega could suck a dick, dude. Like Talladega can go shove it. Like it's not the Winston 500 anymore. You don't get 500 miles. You get 500 K and we, cause it, here's the thing. I'm, I'm sounding like you now. At Talladega, I mean, it's the same race. No matter what the length is, you're gonna they're gonna do something stupid in the beginning. Then they're gonna ride around, and then they're gonna do something stupid at the end. It doesn't matter whether it's 500k, 700 miles. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's gonna be the same result. It kind of well, yeah. That's essentially that's essentially my point. But it's well, not not exactly. My where do you draw that line? Because um. What do you do about Martinsville? Do you do one that's like 300 and 400? What do you do about, what do you do about they Richmond? They 400. Huh? They could both be 400. I feel like Martinsville, you leave 400. What do you do about Richmond? 300? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Fuck it. And I'm just, I'm just, my whole point. We need double headers too. Oh, I, I agree. My, my like, point is just where do you draw that line? Do you draw that line at Michigan at that point? If yeah, it's you, I feel if like it's you. I feel like you have. I feel like you have the three. Obviously, Daytona, Darlington, six hundred. Those are all obviously the big three. Is that the big three? Yes, Stephen Lewinder, um, and I, Bristol Night Race. Obviously, big deal. And they go back to Indy, you know, on the Oval. 
sure. And then uh, Michigan, because it's in damn manufacturers back OEMs hold so much weight in this sport and hold so much power. And we're in their backyard and no one gives a shit. That's like, that's how I feel. Part of it has to do with the racing hasn't been great the past few years. That's, I, that's I true. Imagine. Yeah. Maybe we should put it on a road course. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've heard that before. Um, anyway, getting get away from that. That was just kind of my gripe. I've been thinking about that like all week. I think it'd be great if it was a crown jewel. Harvick would have just won another one. We would have had six. Well, yeah. there's two. there were two of them for a long time. So how many of those were crown jewels? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I like that we – that's the thing. I like that there's only one now. Yeah, I yeah. think it's better. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, getting into the actual like race, um, I don't any, everything before lap two hundred. I don't remember. I'm, I'm fixated so on that last lap. Um, well, okay, so Bubba Wallace won the pole. Toyotas okay. looked like they were about to, you know what, the field yeah. this week. I, um, I didn't say it. Yeah, you didn't this time. <laughs> this time. Uh, but yeah, Bubba starts on pole. Denny and uh, Christopher Bell end up being the dominant, the two, the two guys at, at the beginning. And then yeah. here come them track house cars. Yeah, track house. Uh, well, and that's where we kind of get into that proto super speedway thing you were talking about is like they, uh, track house cars really, they tried to, I can't remember. Like I said, I, I only, I caught bits and pieces of like the beginning part of the race. I don't know. Did Denny and Christopher try to, you know, do what Trackhouse did at all? Not really. Yeah, no. it was more of everybody spending for themselves at the beginning. There was a point. There was a point before Suarez got up there, and so not Denny, not Denny and, and Bell, but Cliff Daniels came over the radio to Kyle Larson and said, "Hey, try and work with this one car and see if you guys can break away from the eleven and the 20. And Kyle was like, "Ha, huh, work with Ross? No way." <laughs> <laughs> what a G. Yeah. So people were talking about it and a few people tried it. I don't know if Kyle ended up actually trying it. He couldn't really catch Ross, to be honest. Yeah, that, that one point. seemed like he was fast. Yeah, that, that was that was another thing. It looked like the Toyotas were gonna be so strong this weekend. And once you got in the race, I mean they were lights out in practice and qualifying. And once yeah. they got in the race, it was a free for all, really. Yeah, everything I mean, completely equalized as soon as the green flag dropped. Which was it, awesome. Yeah. It was great. It was like, I mean, you really look at it because Michigan's, like I said, out and had the best racing. And I feel like Michigan normally, there's like one guy who dominates that fucking race, one or two guys. This was, it seemed like everybody had a shot. The three Toyotas, Denny, Bell, and um, uh, Bubba, and then Trackhouse cars. Well, really, Ross, Daniel got up there in strategy. Kyle was up there a lot. Wasn't William Byron up there a little bit? Not to that extent. Or maybe I was—I think I was just fixated on Byron because I was hoping he he would lose to Blaney yeah. for the picks. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of parody um, in um, in the race. I, I thought that was fun. I thought that was fun. I we saw close racing. We all know close racing is better racing. Doesn't matter if you're passing. Um, <laughs> sorry, that, that's. Uh. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, Michael Walter must have been salivating the last three years at Michigan. Oh my God, he was. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. They, I don't even know where the hell I was going with this track house. That's what it was. Um, yeah, track house. Yeah, and they were the only ones who really tried to make that work. The and they were one of the two by two tango. 
that and they were one of the few the few groups of cars who could really pass like almost at will it was really yeah. weird um i don't know if it's i don't know if they're cranking a lot of downforce out of the car or or what i'm not sure yeah. that's probably it but that's a, that's another thing that's one thing i like that i love hearing about that what cars are trimmed out and what cars have a lot of downforce in them that's fun that's yeah. fun to hear about that's one that's another reason i like michigan and tracks like this so much is like you hear about that stuff you kind of bring gets you a little little hint of the arrow wars we had back in the day. Um, that's something and, you can. That's something you'd get on NBC, but you would never get on Fox. Yeah, uh, like, but yeah, uh, it looked like Trackhouse was going to really drive away with it. Um, I think honestly, that last pit stop, they Daniel was leading when they came in, and Russ was second, and they were trying to get away. I think the fact that Russ they flip flopped and Russ was the front car. I think that kind of would have killed it because Daniel just didn't seem like he had the speed all day that Ross did. And so. Yeah, probably. But it being a pit cycle, that probably would have put them out a little farther or could yeah, have put them out a little farther. Have. We yeah. never we ended up, never ended up getting to see it exactly because Christopher Bell decided it was imperative at that moment that he stay in front of the one car. Oh, damn it. I had a I had a bell I was going to ring when we started <laughs> talking about this. I don't remember. I, I don't I can't find it. Anyway, ding, 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 ding. Christopher Bell does something stupid. Yeah, that was um, uh, that was asinine, Christopher. That was really dumb. And he doesn't uh, do he doesn't do many smart things on the racetrack. Well, it's just it's so like I don't get it, man. You just kill your your chance of of winning the damn race to yeah. stay in front of a car that's a lap down at that point. Yeah, that's and that was the thing. It was like I said this on the the post race thing. It's like Ross wasn't even gonna be like. Christopher wasn't the leader. So it's like, it wasn't even like Ross, he's trying to keep Ross a lap down. I mean, I guess yeah, he's trying to hold him back from Denny, but still, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, I can understand wanting to stay in front of him because every. Not the point of wrecking my ass. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you obviously want to stay in front of him because you have to pit. So the less ground you have to make up after that, or the less ground he can make up on you before you pit. Yeah. Cause I assumed they were going to come in the next lap, um, but the Delta dude, he would have been fucked anyway. Yeah, he would have, so, but you just, you try and minimize that, but yeah, yeah, don't fucking wreck yourself. It's so that's, it just wasn't, wasn't a bright move. Cause it was, it was anything could happen at that point. Anything did happen. And the last thing Bell needed, last thing Toyota needed was a caution. Yeah. Well, really not even, not Toyota, uh, track. And then track house. Bitch. They, uh, <laughs> Got it at the damn perfect time, man. At the perfect time. I was sitting there watching it. And I was like, I was like, damn, that caution couldn't have been worse for Daniel. That sucks. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> New leader, the four car. Um, God, it, you know, did I ever tell you how much I love Joey Logano? Uh, this is the first time. Oh, okay. And he, he definitely did me some favors. He sure tried very hard to get a picture with him at Bristol, though. <laughs> that did happen. I did. Oh yeah, yeah that was that was for uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, Joey Logano, man, what a stand-up gentleman. Um, just you got to race for every spot, man. I respect it. I respect it, man. Of course you do. The yeah. first time you've yeah. ever respected a thing Joey Logano did is yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he um he was not he was not a fan or he was not on the Christmas card list for 
the five and 23 teams. I'll tell you that much. I don't mind. Obviously, guys, when they're side-by-side at tracks like this, they're going to get stalled out a little bit. Yeah. I don't have a problem with diving it in three wide. I do have a problem with clearing yourself with yeah. two cars to your outside. That's I was dumb. That's bullshit. That's that not is, racing. That is a Joe Logano moment if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I mean, he, he swung it in there. Like I said, three wide. Here's another thing, though. You got to think about it. What's smart for you in that situation? Uh, to push whoever is out there and you all come off the corner near the leader or swing it three wide, slow everyone second on back up and let the leader get a – I mean, Harvick had a two-second gap by the time they got back around to the start-finish line yeah. to complete the first lap of the restart. So it's just – it's kind of like the Kyle Busch you know, thing at the clash when um, Bowman passed him. It's like you eliminate your shot to win at that point. And – and of course, he does something stupid too, and you know about wrecks the twenty. Was it twenty three? Right? Yeah. yeah. He pushed the twenty three into the yeah. five, or up in those areas. That's it. Yeah, and it just I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. not that big of a deal, but it's just kind of one of them things. It's like, come on, dude, use your fucking head. Yeah, it's just not like, smart. Yeah, like you said, he could have pushed one of them, like whichever, yeah. push one of them, get closer to the the four car, and then make your move like that. Yeah, it's just you gotta. There's got to be some. Uh, Joey, Joey's one of Joey's one of them guys. Yeah, that's why I compare him to Ross so much. It's like he sometimes can be very smart and use his head and be like, "Damn, I don't like him, but he's a great race car driver." But then sometimes he does shit like this, where it's just like, "Dude, if you would just use your head, you would have put yourself in a way better position." And it's funny. Know. It's funny because I was calling this proto super speedway racing. That's the kind of thing that guys do at super speedways that piss me <laughs> off so much is getting yeah. stuck racing each other for seventh, eighth on back. And then just forget that they could work together, get to the lead, and then do that. Yeah. Like, Joey could have literally set up Bubba Wallace to be in the position he was in with Kyle Larson, to be in that position with Kevin Harvick, and then take advantage of that. Yeah. But he's like, nope, I got to be in second right this, right now. Right now. Yep, right now. lost his chance to win the race. Yeah. Just short-sighted. Yeah, appreciate that, Joey. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, um, so if you guys don't know, we're getting a little personal here. Um, if you guys didn't watch the post-race video, which you should, 100%, great content. Um, I, you know, I've been a Harvick fan for 19 seasons, going on 20. Um, obviously, the studio or loft I'm sitting in right now, the garage my Harvick. Um, and so, I was, dude, I... It pained me to not be at home watching this. I was I was going to see a movie. I'm um, going to see Lightyear. It was an alright movie. We'll we'll do a movie review um, on a different 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 channel. We'll start another channel. Do movie reviews, um, but it's not the time and the place. Um, but I was I was sitting in the movie theater watching the previews, watching the end of this race, and man, I tuned in, um, tuned back in right when that restart happened. And I was like, no, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. This ain't going to happen. It took me, it took, dude, I was going to kill Daniel Suarez. If that would have brought out, if Suarez blowing that tire would have brought that caution, me and him, we was going to fight. We was going to fight. Helmets off. What's up, man? Schoolyard brawl. Um, I didn't believe this was happening until the last. For what it's worth, I think Daniel Suarez would whoop your ass, but anyway. He 100% would. He definitely (laughs) would. Um. 
and I didn't believe this was going to happen. I didn't believe it until the last lap. I was like, oh, my God. Like, something's going to happen, and nothing happened, and he fucking won the damn race. Like, I I don't know. Like, you, everyone here has a favorite driver. Everyone watching at home, everyone, you know, everyone has that favorite driver. And I'm sure all of you have gone through long, windless streaks with your driver. And it's just like, especially at the latter half of your career, you really think, man, did I, did I already see their last win? Like, is this it? I don't know. I, that's I, a foreign feeling to me until these past two years. And it was like, God, but you know, the heartbreaks, man, the, the Kansas, the, the, the Martinsville, even though I went for a win, but you know, to get the final four, the, the Bristols last year, the New Hampshire this year. I mean, it was just all that. It was just like, Oh, like 65 races, damn near two years. And, he did it. He won, and it's just wild. It's it's insane. It it is, it, like I said, it brings tears to your eyes when it when it finally happened. You know, I was crying in a movie theater bathroom because my favorite driver won a race, and I think we all we all can relate to that moment. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. it's a surreal feeling, and I'm glad you got to finally experience it again. We're gonna win again. We're gonna win Richmond. I'm back to being greedy, motherfucker. <laughs> that was quick. You went from, yeah. I'm glad we got one, to we're going to win every damn race. Yeah, we're going to win quick. the title. God. We're going to win the damn championship. Speaking of championship points, um, he blew up the damn playoffs. He he put he put uh he put Blaney and Truex on the damn burner. Truex is now basically in a must win. And no, he's Blaney. not. He's only 19 points behind Blaney. How? Blaney's fucking second or third in points. Yeah, Truex is fourth. Oh, he is? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, this second is and fourth be... in points. Yeah. That's second what and fourth I'm... in points, so the back of the playoff grid. Go figure. Yeah. Here's the thing about this, because there's a lot of people debating. They're like, this sucks. This is terrible that they're about to miss, which in hindsight it is. It, it It is like, yeah, second and fourth points should not be worrying about whether they're going to make the playoffs or not. But this year, every dog has had their day. And they have not. We haven't seen a bunch of BS winners. We haven't seen a bunch of, you know, gimmick, you know, Michael McDowell wrecking his way in or Austin Dillon, you know, fuel mileage his ass to a victory. Nah, I mean, it, everyone this year has gone out and won. And they've earned it. And there's been races where Truex probably should have won. I can't think of a race where Blaney should have won this year. His best they've been consistent. They got lucky. Yeah, they've been consistent for sure. But say what you want about the playoffs, and it's uh, it's it's going to sound weird saying this. There's a lot of holes in the playoffs. The playoff NASCAR playoffs. It's like Swiss cheese, but. They knew the system. They knew the system. They knew the car was going to produce parity, or at least more parity, or at least we all thought it did. And they haven't won. They haven't done it. I would have been, dude. I would have been swinging for the fences weeks ago, because they had a they had a pretty substantial gap over Kevin Harvick, and neither of them were beating Chase Elliott for this regular season title. So you literally win. Like I mean, you see the writing on the wall that we're 
guys keep clicking off wins, clicking off wins. Not that they, not that every team doesn't uh, unload off the truck to go win, but you got at some point you got to start taking throwing some hail marys, trying some different strategy. I mean, sometimes you just don't have it though. Like for a season, you just don't have winning cars, and Blaney yeah. has not had winning speed at all this season. Truex has on, I believe, two occasions had race winning speed, and they blew it once. They yeah. blew it once, and you could argue that they kind of blew it at, at Nashville. Um, well, they had they had good speed at Richmond too. That was another race that a lot of people kind of overlook with Truex. Um, and the thing about Blaney is like they 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 fail to execute a lot. Oh yeah. And if they don't fail to execute. Who knows? They could be there with Chase going for going for the regular season title. You know those are your two options, win or win the regular season title. They haven't done it. So I mean yeah. you I don't know. At, I think yeah. it's I think it's as simple. It's as simple as we have all this parody now. Yeah. We don't need win and you're in. That you're 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 very right. Um I'm gonna say one more thing and then yeah, I wanna talk about that. You look at you know you know how hard it is to win cup races. It is a hard thing to do to break that barrier. Every driver before them, every driver that's in the playoffs right now has broken that barrier and has been a proven winner this year. They haven't. That doesn't necessarily put them ahead, put those other guys ahead of them as far as championship threats and should be in, should be out. But I think that's some there's something to be said about it. Yeah. I mean, realistically, Ryan Blaney is not a championship threat whether he makes it or not. I would put I almost put the ninety nine Suarez. I'm just using him as an example. Above Ryan Blaney. He has shown race winning speed way more often than Ryan Blaney has. Yeah. I I'd put if we're talking specifically Suarez, I would put the ninety nine ahead of, of Blaney. I don't think I'd quite put him ahead of Truex. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah. Go. Ahead. How do you? How do you? How do we fix this? How do you? How, how do you this? think we fix Top. this? Uh, if we have to keep. Don't 16. don't use my shit. Don't use my don't use oh, yeah. my example that I told you. I know. Come up with your own example. Well, I said so. If we if we do if we still have to have sixteen drivers in the playoffs and we keep the rest of the playoff format the same, points just straight points. Yeah. You still award your playoff points the way you do. You can cut the the yellows for the stages, but you still award your playoff points the same way, and you just do straight six top sixteen in points. I think that's the most fair way to do it. It is, but we're not about being fair. We're an entertainment sport. We all know this. Here's how you do a hybrid of both: top ten in points. You already give them uh, playoff points for being top ten in points. Um, top ten in points, you're in. You're in no matter what. And then everybody else, when you're in, I'll do. I'll do. They have to be in the top twenty-five. Then, yeah, top. Tw- I think that's yeah, that's a good on this top thirty because there shouldn't be, yeah, top twenty-five in points. You have to be in top twenty, top twenty-five. Yeah, not I mean, not hell, thirty. You, you could argue it be it could be more like top twenty-two, twenty-three. With the field has shrunk a little bit since they made that rule so you could argue it could be even a little less than that but uh, yeah i think that would be the best i think that would be good hybrid of this 
would be if you're in the top 10, you're in. I mean, that's the damn thing. You I already give. What are they going to do? If Truex and Blaney miss, they're going to give the top 10 minus them points, playoff points? I mean, yeah. They don't make it. Stupid. Yeah, I think, it's really stupid. Yeah, I mean, like I said, say what you want about the playoffs. It, it is what it is. It's what we have. So, I, I mean, mean, it's kind of I one of those things. You got to get over it. But if one or both of those guys miss, I think the good thing is, is we'll see some sort of change to that part of it next year. Yeah. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of backlash from that. I think, so, there, like I said, there's a lot of ways you could fix the playoffs. I think that would be a big one to to legitimize this yeah. whole thing. I mean, it's, we all say what you want about it, um, but I think that would be a uh, – that would be a big – I think you could do something like the regular season champion. Maybe you give the bonus points, but maybe you don't get as much bonus points. But if you're a regular season champion, you're guaranteed to go to go to uh, Phoenix. You're going mm. to Phoenix. Maybe not guaranteed, but – I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that because in a real format with 10 races left, if – say chases i guess right now he's about yeah, like 140 yeah. points yeah you yeah. could you could totally flood that in 10 weeks yeah. it's that's true doable okay yeah maybe a first round buy first round buy yeah or because like i mean here. like last year with uh i mean larson had an ungodly amount of playoff points but he was locked in after the second race and it was pretty much a formality yeah so um but yeah i think you there's a lot of ways you could legitimize legitimize the playoffs i think that would be a, a step in the right direction yeah, figure something out for you know final four, but I think that would be because then you like I've I've always looked at things as like let's let's make a hybrid of yeah we have this a lot of Mickey Mouse bullshit in the sport, but there's so many easy ways we could just kind of get a hybrid of that that entertainment slash competitive you know yeah. raw competition factor, and I think I, that'd, that'd be a way to go. I think you do what I was saying the top sixteen in points no win and you're in i think you do that and i think you either make the final round of the playoffs four races and just make that the final round four races or you let them carry over their playoff points into the final round here what do you think about this playoff points that you've earned in the playoffs you keep that there we oh that's something oh yeah that all the playoff points you earn in the playoffs yeah. You take the you take the Phoenix. Because that would that would make winning a lot in even the last round of the playoffs. If you win the first race, which is now yeah. possible, you could still be incentivized to win the next two races. Exactly. Yeah. We just figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um we're making hey, we make things happen on here. I've been willing Kevin Harvard to go to Victory Lane. Maybe not hard enough because it took him a while, but I still like my uh my thirty six race playoff. Um, or yeah, my 36 race playoff will divide the season into 36 stages and then award points at the end of each stage. Yeah. And whoever has okay. the most points at the end of the race wins the title. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. It sounds familiar. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, we uh, just rebrand the old. Sounds like we're company. bringing Winston back. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yep, we're bringing Winston back. Just put it in. You can't put Winston on the thing on the on the uh, on the logo, but just make NASCAR Cup Series and Winston font, and you, you, you got it. 
Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about the pileup. <laughs> the pileup? Oh, the big old, that big old wreck. God damn, Austin Cedric took a hit. Yeah, I was glad Holy to see shit. him get out of that Daytona car. 500 champion took a hell of a hit. Yep. So JJ Yaley stays out after the comp yellow, which, by the way, again, a competition. Stupid caution, ass move. Well, again, a competition caution should not be a live pit. Not It should not be a competitive pit stop. It should be required. It's not an extra. I'm fine with it being competitive pit stop, but it definitely should be required that everyone comes down and takes four tires. They've just used it. They've used it as an an excuse for like a fourth stage, essentially. Yeah. And it's it's obnoxious. But anyway, I mean, I get why we had it. There was rain. But yeah, it should be required to come down pit road. But yeah, J.J. Ailey stays out, gets tight, and then backs up the whole damn field. We have talked to our boy Rick about that one. Yeah, that was a little dumb. Uh, yeah. We we still stand Rick Ware Racing, but that was we dumb. Do. That was dumb. I haven't stand J.J. Ailey for a long time. I think he kind of sucks. Yeah, that's um, true. Get, a, get fucking James Davison back in the car. I don't care. Yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think J.J. doesn't tear up shit. I think that's why they put him. He, he tore, tore up a lot of shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he took out he took out um, Eric Almirola, and then he also took out the guy that uh, is going to replace Eric, Kyle Busch. Well, Kyle's or replacing Cole. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cole Custer fucking lit on, uh, caught on fire. He did catch on fire. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. He's losing his ride, and he's catching on fire. Goddamn. Can't catch a damn break. Can't, no. Um, Kyle Busch yeah. is in the longest top 10 list streak of his career, though. So, Bubba Wallace is on the longest top 10, top 10 streak of his career. Yes, he is. Bubba Wallace to the 18 confirmed. I don't, I, With the way this silly season has gone, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. Bubba will get, Bubba will get promoted to the Kyle Busch 8 or the, not the Eminem's 18, the Gibbs 18, and then put out a Twitter statement that says he did not sign that contract. I'm waiting <laughs> for it. I'm waiting for it, man. Austin Hill. Made his cup debut. Do you have a clue where he finished? No, I forgot he was in the race. This is the second. I mean, time honestly, I mean, honestly, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do anything dumb. So, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Fire Reddick, put him in eight. I mean, it's about to happen. Yeah. Um, picks. Who'd you pick, Seth? Uh, Slick Bill. Didn't do yeah. very much for me. Yeah, I picked Ryan Blaney. I was feeling real bad about that pick the entire week. I was like, why the fuck did I pick Ryan Blaney to win this damn race? And, sir, and he can't, he pulled through for me, so I appreciate YRB doing that for me. Yep. Um, I've still got a ways to go before I catch you, but, you know. What, right. what are the points now? Do you know off the I think top it's of your like head? 41 to like, hold on, I can look. It's right here. Um. Because we both it picked is 41 the winner. to 30, 41 to 33. That's not that bad. Yeah. We both, we were both coming off of each of us picking the winner the last two weeks. So, yeah. Um, which is unheard of on this podcast, but we, we did it and now we've come back down to reality. Wait. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, anyway, who's, uh, who are you picking? Where are we going? Richmond? Richmond. I got to think. I don't, I ain't got a clue. Yeah. I have no idea. Bubble uh, Wallace. Bubble Wallace. I swear you picked Bubble Wallace. You picked Bubble Wallace. I did. I picked him in Atlanta. I picked in uh, Martin Truex. I definitely haven't picked Truex. Yeah, no, I picked Truex. So, yeah, you could. I'm picking pick Martin Truex at Richmond. Yeah, I think that's mm. a good pick. I've definitely picked Denny Hamlin already, right? Oh, yeah. 
I picked Kyle Busch at Pocono. That didn't work out for me. No, it didn't. Second to last. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or no, last. Hamill yeah, was nah, you last. had yeah, yeah. You went uh, you went to got you a blizzard that day. Yeah. Um. Damn, I don't know. I picked I picked Ross. Damn, I haven't picked Daniel. I picked oh, Daniel Richmond uh, in the spring. Oh no, Richmond. I I thought for a second we were going to Watkins Glen. I was like, no, I know who I'm picking for Watkins Glen. Nope. We're going to Richmond. Yeah. Damn. Um, um, there's a lot of good guys out well, there. I want to make a there's... pick, but I don't know if he's even going to be in the race. Uh, yeah. So I can't make that pick. You could, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Petty. That's a good pick. Kyle Petty. Wow. JJ Yaley. Um, I'm going to go with Cody. Augie Vinovich. <laughs> Cody, you're picking Cody where? Watch. Truex will blow up on lap one. <laughs> And fucking, are you serious? You're picking Cody where? Yeah, why not? All right. We're going to get some <laughs> points next week, boys. Goddamn. We might have a big points day next week. Uh, we got to do some refining to our damn system. Well, our, so I'm going to win Watkins Glen, so I'm not that worried about it. Oh, yeah? Tyler Reddick's going to win Watkins Glen. Yeah. You know who hasn't picked Tyler Reddick yet? Me. You know who's picked him and he won, so I can pick him again? Yeah, but me. You know, that means I fucking, get. You know who? No, that I don't. I mean, get first no, dibs. Those no, are the rules. No, y'all heard it right now. Nah, that's not how that works. We made. No we ain't set no rules. On that means we picks. can both pick him. Yeah, I ain't picking Tyler. Right? I got. I got an ace up my sleeve. Okay. Oh wait, I know. Oh, I can't pick him. Damn. Wait, can I? You got a week no, to think about him. it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, we gotta get through. Where the hell? Richmond. That's where we're going. Why the fuck is this a day race? Because apparently no one watches on Saturday nights. That's bullshit. I definitely watch on Saturday night. Yep, we do. I mean, for what it, this is why Richmond made a crown jewel no more. It's not on Saturday night. Well, that's why they killed the double header because they did it three times, and NASCAR is not normally known for running on Saturday afternoons, so nobody tuned in. They did it twice, but yeah. No, they did it three times. They did it twice in 2020, and they did it uh, once last year. Well, they did it three times in 2020. Double header Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. What was the other one? Dover, Michigan, and uh, Pocono. Oh, yeah, they did do it three times. Okay, so we did it four times. Mm-hmm. Forgot we did Pocono in 2020. Yeah, you know who won four of those six races? Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick, man. I'm God, that man, that man is good. It's Sydney a damn Hamlin shame. won the other two. <laughs> yeah, it's a damn shame he had to wreck Chase Elliott to win this race at Michigan. Yeah, I can't. Well, no, yeah. where did Chase finish? I, I don't remember him being in the damn race. He was in that ugly ass Universe car. So, hey, yeah, you know, win some, you lose some. Thing is so um, ugly. Yeah, uh, bitching scale. Where are you putting it on the bitching scale? Uh, doesn't I'm, matter. This bitch going to the top. To the top. This is the best damn race I ever watched in my life. I'm gonna give it a. Um, Bush Light Mountain. Bush Light Mountain. Yep. I'm gonna put it. I'm putting it at Kenny G. I'm Kenny putting G. it over this. This race gets a Kenny G. Giant Kenny G. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. Head for the mountains of Bush Light Beer. Um. Glad we yeah. had to get that out of our system. Thank you. Yeah. Um. We should record that for real. We should, like yeah. The intro song. I I said we need to um, we need to 
yeah, we got some ideas coming. Our down acapella podcast. version. Have y'all seen our damn TikTok? Our TikTok is lit right now. It is it is it is on fire. You go follow Big Motor Small Blade on TikTok and everywhere else, but TikTok. We're uh, we're doing some fun stuff on there. Yep, had an um, interesting uh, piss take the other night. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It's doing great. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, that I, that's all I had. Kevin Hart fucking won, dude. We we gotta do sundress and dumbass, my guy. Sundress and dumbass. Sundress, Kevin Harvick. Sundress, Rodney Childers. I knew you were gonna go with Kevin Harvick, so I had to go with. I went with Fair. Rodney. All four team gets it. Yep. Sundress, whole four team. Dumbass, um, JJ Yaley. I feel like there's more dumbass. Christopher I mean, Bell's a Christopher Bell's a good one. Hold on, I think there's somebody else. Christopher Bell only wrecked himself though, so that's that's why. That's true. Dumbass. I'm going to give the dumbass award to um, I'm going to give the dumbass award to who, spoiler alert, whoever decided that uh, Zerg in the Buzz Lightyear movie was not Buzz's father, but Buzz, an older version of Buzz. I thought that was stupid. So whoever whoever at uh disney that's mickey mouse bullshit if i've ever seen it apparently we can't call chase Elliott's wins mickey mouse anymore why oh because i don't know that, that or something no that that weird dude on tiktok t- said we can't oh uh, oh yeah yeah the, the weird dude on tiktok rules man yeah i guess so i guess so so much so yeah, that parodying geez. him gets you gets you a ton of clicks. <laughs> it did, it did. Um, Ugh. we should probably end this before we say something we ain't supposed to say. Well, we're we're the kings of saying something we're not supposed to say. Yeah, dude. Uh, Kevin Harvick, man. Kevin Harvick. Hey, say the thing. Say the thing. Say the thing. I'm going to. Jesus. Pause. Kevin Harvick. No, that's not what. Oh. Can you? Can you believe it? No. I don't know then. Can I get it? (laughs) God damn. Say it. Say it. Can I get a hard dick for hard beer? (laughs) That's been the Big Motor Small Blade podcast. He's been Buddy Pulley. I've been Seth Dolby. We hope you've had a fun time listening to us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Check out all the socials and the YouTubes. Thank you.